News and reports on SEO. It's Mr. SEO, Joe Balestrino. This is Joe Balestrino, owner and operator of MrSEO.com, and welcome to my podcast. Uh, today I'm with uh, Sequita. Say hi, Sequita. Hi, Sequita. And uh, today we're going to talk about um, the first video cast that we launched last week and um, uh, the uh, plans for the next video cast and what it's going to be on. I want to touch on it and um, uh, explain it a little bit. Um, we've had some problems with iTunes downloading the video uh, I've contacted iTunes and um, they haven't replied yet uh, and I don't know if they will and uh, Podomatic's been uh, very helpful in trying to figure out what the problem is um, the, the first video cast was on how to create an XML site map um, using free tools online and I also show you guys how to um, upload the XML site map to uh, Yahoo and Google. Um, as I stated in an earlier podcast, MSN uh, won't be accepting XML sitemaps until next year, 2007. So um, you can go to MrSEO.com. Uh, there's a video cast section. Uh, you can find the link on the home page and you can go there and view it on MrSEO. You can download it uh, for Windows Media Player or for QuickTime. I like the video cast. You like the video cast? It was neat. Um, I'm looking for feedback to see what topics um, people are most interested in doing. Uh, I decided to go with the video cast because, um, you know, with SEO, you, it's sometimes easier to see things than to um, talk about them. Yeah. So um, I'm hoping uh, the video cast will be, you know, just as successful as um, the Mr. SEO podcast. Um, I kind of did a little chalkboard thingy there in the beginning. I know. I like that one. So. That was cute. Um, I'm just relying on listeners' feedback to see what they want to see and how they want to see it. Again, I'm not going to go extremely technical in it. This is more for beginners to intermediate people who are looking to do SEO. On their own. Uh, on their own. Um, so what I covered in, in the video cast um, was uh, what an XML sitemap is, um, and um, the free tools that are online and, and how to use them and um, and then how to save it to your computer and I even discuss um, a free program that you can use and how to upload it from your from your computer to your website so hopefully um, it, it, it w I haven't received any feedback on it but then again we've had problems with iTunes for some reason uh, if anybody has any tips or ideas of what I could be doing wrong, I'd appreciate it. Uh, you can shoot me an email at joe at mr-seo.com. I've done, I've done everything. I've purchased QuickTime Pro. I've, I've converted the format you know, to MP4, and for some reason it still doesn't play. I can drag and drop it into iTunes and it'll play, but from downloading it from, from Podomatic, it just won't play. But you can go to podomatic.com and find my page and um, download it from there. Or you can go to Mr. SEO and download it uh, from there as well. Before I go any further, I just wanted to announce, because I didn't do a podcast when it was, but on November 11th was Mr. SEO's one-year anniversary doing the podcast for us. So we've we reached uh, the one-year mark, and, and after doing it for a year, I decided you know it was time to update and take it one step further. Um, Isn't that the day before your birthday? 
Yeah, I actually, yeah, that, well, it's, yeah. Oh, it's, happy birthday. Um, well, that was about a month ago. And I was there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Um, okay, so what, I, what I'm going to go over today is what I'm going to do a video cast on probably within the next few days. And it's, 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 um, it's about the most frequently asked questions and mistakes about SEO and web design. And I've touched on this subject before, and this is a little bit different. It's a little bit more in-depth. It gives you a little bit kind of common mistakes that I see when I do evaluations and common questions that people have. So I've took them all and I've combined them into um, what the most common mistakes are, things that people may or may not know about SEO that they should know, and some, some myths about um, web design and SEO. So for, for an example, um, some common mistakes um, is using the same title tag and description tags throughout the whole site. And this, I know web designers are not going to learn hear this, but usually this is the fault of the web designer when they design the site. Um, what they usually do is they, they make a template and they create a page and then they fill in the content and just rename the page whatever it is when they save it. But when they do that, they, they're not changing the title tag or the description tag. And when that happens and Google comes around, what happens is you're telling Google that every page is exactly the same because every page is the same exact title and the same exact description tag. So every page will not be indexed separately? No, it, it'll it'll be indexed. It'll just be put in the supplemental index. Oh. So it's, it's you know, you, you're shooting yourself in the foot if you do it that way. So even if your pages aren't optimized... You should still make sure that the title tags are different. Um, you know, a lot of companies will just put their company name in there. And and here's a tip that I actually didn't put in the in the notes is if you're gonna have your company name in in the title tag, which is fine, don't put it first. Put it at the end. So if it's about affordable SEO, put affordable SEO and then MrSEO.com. Don't put MrSEO.com and affordable web design. You want to put the key phrase is first and the company name at the end. Um, it's better for the search engines if you put the key phrase ahead and uh, in front. Um, here, here's one that I run across all the time: um, adding all the keywords for the site on on one page. So, if you sold best analogy I use all the time is shoes. If you sold shoes in eighteen thousand different colors, you don't stick to eighteen th- different, you know. 18,000 different colors on the home page in the keyword tag. It's just the keyword tag is just for the keywords for that page. Um, you can put misspellings in. So if the home page is about blue sneakers, well then, or it's about sneakers in general, you can put in a couple of typos in the keyword tag, you know, for sneakers. Um, but don't list every single sneaker you have there. And if you are using particular keywords, don't repeat them more than three times. So you wouldn't want to have blue, red, yellow sneakers and then keep going sneaker, 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 sneaker. And you don't have to put blue sneaker, red sneaker, yellow sneaker. You can just put the colors and sneaker in there once. Um, that's that's the way it should be done. I see too many people stuffing keyword tags and it, it's not going to help you. And it's just, it's, it's, just not, it's just not the way to go. Um, here's one that I see a lot too. Too many links on a page. If, I don't know if you've ever been to a website where there's just a whole bunch of links on the bottom of the page, on the side of the page. Um, you know, some people, you know, it's okay to have links as menus, but... Um, What's too many? Well, 
Google says that they can't they have trouble indexing more than a hundred links on a page. So try to keep it under 100 links a page, and you shouldn't, unless you have a really huge menu, you don't want to have 100 links on, you know, it, depending on how many links you have on. In other words, um, here's a good example. If if your menu is, um, let's say your keyword is sneakers, and your menu is links of all different types of sneakers. You have blue sneakers, red sneakers, yellow sneakers, and you keep repeating the word sneakers in your, you know, in your menu, uh, it may come across as spamming, or you may, you may, you know. Oh, I can. I know what you're talking. You might o- overly um, optimize a page by adding those key phrases in too much. So at that point, you may want to try something else, or just list, you know, in your menu. Here are the type of sneakers we offer, and then list the colors. But then again, and and what I mean by too many links is sometimes on the bottom of the pages. Um, people add a whole bunch of links to different parts of their site, so they have resources, or you know, they have um, a lot of real estate sites do this, where they have um, every state that they sell real estate for, and they have the states listed on the bottom. Um, that's that's gonna that's gonna just be too much, and it's gonna be messy, and it's gonna be confusing. Uh, I I kind of like to keep my web design neat, so I would I would avoid uh, doing any of those. Um, and talking about menus, uh, a lot of people still use JavaScript menus. They still use Flash menus. Um, some people still use image menus. So you got to keep in mind that search engines can't read those. And, and a lot of problems when I come across when people do when I, when I do evaluations is the first thing I look at is to see how many of those pages are indexed in the search engines. And what happens is when your menu is all JavaScript or your menu is all um, link uh, images. What's going to happen is the search engines can't read those links, and what's going to happen is only your home page is going to be indexed, and and you you're you're limiting how much traffic you can bring in because only the home page is indexed. Where if you had a CSS style, uh, CSS menu, or you had a link menu, the the search engines would be able to spider all your pages, and all your pages would be found in the index. But when you when you do it this way with the JavaScript or a Flash menu, it's not uncommon to see. You know, a lot of people, I don't know why, I, I'm amazed at how many sites don't have a sitemap, at least an HTML one, um, to help the search engines find all their pages. Um, but it's also a good thing to make sure that you, most of your pages are accessible through the menu and that the menu is on every page. Um, a lot of do-it-yourselfer sites have um, a lot of orphan pages will have this one link uh, to one page from another page, and then that page will wind up in the supplemental. So you want to avoid doing that. Um, and I just talked about lack of an XML or HTML site. Um, those are very important. You should have both if you have a website. Um, Ooh, my favorite. Exchanging links. Yes. Well, I mean, exchanging links is not really a great method anymore. I mean, some sites still have to do it. Um, but it, it's very important to... Make sure you link to someone that is actually related to you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so like if we sold, you know, if we were talking about sneakers, oh god, you wanna you tired <laughs> of the sneaker stuff? Yeah. So if you had sneakers, you'd want to probably link to someone who sold shoes, you know, or maybe someone who sold socks. Um, you don't want to link to someone who sells, you know, automobiles. Yeah, automobiles <laughs> or Christmas uh, cards. Because uh, Google's already stated that. If you're exchanging links with sites that are unrelated to you, it could result in and not getting a deep crawl. 
So, you know, in other words, when they came across that link, that link that was an exchange link with another site that wasn't related, Google may say, you know what, this isn't related, so we're not going to go any further. So you, you don't you want to stay away from that. And we're, we're big on article submissions as a way of um, getting some one-way backlinks. A lot of people doing it now. We've been talking about doing it for a year now, and it's 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 everybody's doing it. Um, we have a site called Article University. And AU. Woo. We had to uh, totally redesign the whole site because it was getting spammed ridiculously with crazy crazy ass uh, articles. And so so now I, I look at the articles that come in every day, and if if it doesn't look like it's read right, I just you know it's or it's generated with software, I, I just toss it. Um, if you're going to use articles for way a source of backlinks, um, the, the problem with doing that is if you put together crap and you put together this content that's generated from software that really doesn't make any sense. You know, um, one one article is reading like um, to to find the best lamp fixture, you need to go to and then it went and then it said the U.S. Army. It, it, you know, so it's like it, it it's just generated content. And what happens is you you want to put your link on that, and you want to get the backlink. But I think people misunderstand the purpose of doing um, links. I mean articles for links because it's not just about the backlinks. It's just it's about putting quality content out because you're trying to get your company name out there, and you're trying to get links at the same time. But you want people to see that you put out quality stuff because you want them to pick the article up when you submit it to these sites. And put it on there. Well, if the if you submitting it to article warehouses, you, you're really not going to get a whole lot as far as backlinks. Uh, you know, um, those sites are growing bigger and bigger. Some of them are just getting really horrible, and you're not going to get that much link juice from it. So the the whole idea of writing the article is so that somebody else will read it and, and want to pick it up and take it and put it on their site, which isn't which isn't bombarded with a whole bunch of of, of problems or or a whole bunch of other links like like the article sites are. And, and and at the same time, if people start picking up your articles, they, they may cut to the chase and just come straight to you for the content instead of going through these article warehouse sites so that um, they know, okay, well, you know, Joe writes these articles. I'm just going to go to Joe's site, and when he puts up a new article, I'll, I'll get it from there instead of getting it, you know, second or third hand from someplace else. And and it's better for you um, if they do that as well, because they'll they'll link to your site. Some people they'll take an article off, like say Article University, they'll take the link off. But then some people don't keep the bio in. They'll take the link off and they'll say source Article University. So Article University is getting the link, but not you. Mm. So when 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 we launched Mister SEL a few years ago, that's what we did. We submit we submitted a lot of articles, and then people started coming to us. So then I stopped submitting articles out because. People already know. Okay, well, the articles are here, so they would they 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 come just straight to Mister SEO to get the articles because they know that's where they are. I still submit them to like a select few sites that are you know um, uh, that are SEO related that I that I know people will appreciate it or I know if I submit it it'll get in their newsletter. So I I I do that. But other than that, I don't do what I used to do. You know, submit to two three hundred sites at once. And now, the bio. Explain, is there the difference between the links and then the HTML bio? You know what I mean? Well, well, some, some article sites, um, some article sites uh, will allow you to use HTML. And you want to use HTML because 
Um, you can put your anchor text, which is you can put your keywords in the URL. Which is a lot stronger than the other one. Well, the other one is just the link. It's just saying, hey, you know, hey, here's a link. Hi, and we're linking <laughs> to you. Uh, the anchor text is more important, and I'm always going to discuss this later on, but we can just do it right here. Um, if you have a page about blue shoes and you have a page about yellow shoes, well, when you do your bio, you want, you would want to say something like, to buy blue shoes, and then blue shoes would be the link, and you would link that to the blue shoe page. And and then it says, buy yellow shoes, you would link the yellow you would put the anchor text would be yellow shoes, and you would link it to the yellow shoe page, not to the home page. A lot of people do that. They're like, "Oh, I'm doing, you know, this, um, you know, I'm, I'm building links, I'm doing articles, I'm buying links, whatever it is," but they're driving all these different phrases to the home page. Well, the search engines are, well, what, what is a home page about? So what what it is is if you if you optimize your site correctly, um, what happens is if you have a page for yellow and a page for blue shoes, well. You already know that that page is about yellow shoes, so you know that if somebody types in yellow shoes, they're going to... You want to go to straight to that page. They, you want them to come in on that page. Okay. So if you don't have your site optimized and, and somebody typed in yellow shoes and they wind up on your blue shoe page just because you just happened to have yellow in there enough times or there was a few links pointing saying that this page is about yellow, well, then when the people come in, they're going to say, well, I wanted yellow shoes. This is blue shoes, so I'm going to leave. So... You know, to me, SEO is more about than more about. It's more than just bringing in links uh, and bringing in traffic. It's about you know optimizing the traffic and, and creating these pages as landing pages and having as much control over the visitor as possible. Uh, a lot of times, people say, "Oh, I rank for you know my key phrase," but when, when you look at the page that's ranking for that key phrase, it's not related to the key phrase. So just because it's ranking for it, you know, that's where you start getting poor conversions and high bounce rates because it doesn't matter that you're targeting a phrase. If people are coming in on it, people are not going to go look through your menu to find out where that where that key phrase is that they were looking for to, to you know, whatever it was. They're going to leave and they're going to go to the next site. So, you know, when people say, I rank for my phrase, that, that doesn't mean nothing to me until I find out exactly what the page is that's ranking for it and... Even then, some people say, "Well, I still have problems." You know, people are coming in on the right page, but they're they're. Um, they must be doing something wrong. Well, this that's a whole nother podcast. It could be the way the site's laid out. It could be the menu structure. It could be, you know, people people don't understand when you set up pages on every. You know, at least the way I do it is when you set up pages. Uh, uh you know, when you optimize pages for people. Um, you kind of want to make them like individual landing pages like you would for pay-per-click. If somebody comes in, well, you got them there. What are you going to do with them? Are you going to send them to a form? Are you going to make them buy something? you requesting information? You, you know, people need to keep those kind of things in mind. Um, I'm going to skip on here. Um, here here's some, some SEO uh, myths that um, a lot of newbies get. And um, when, when people say... Um, you know, I um, I need to submit my URL to the search engines. Like a lot of companies, will come to me and they'll say, "Joe, we want you to do our SEO." Um, you know, what do you charge to submit a website to search engines? I'm like, "Excuse me, I said, who does that anymore?" That's that's you know, and, and then when you, you then when I have to explain it to people, they're like, "Well, that doesn't sound right because so you know, uh, people say that you need to do this, you need to do that." That's a myth. You don't submit weekly, monthly, yearly, bi, you know, quarterly, w- whatever it is. 
all you need to do is get your link on another site. The higher the PR, the better. If you have a friend that has a related blog, or you have a, bl a blog that's on Blogger, that, and you now you're deciding to to build a site, just put the link on the blog, and then when the search engines come around and index it, you index the blog, they'll find the link, and they'll follow the link, and they'll index it. And another myth is just because you're indexed doesn't mean you're going to rank. You can get indexed in 24 hours, um, 48 hours, 72 hours. But that doesn't mean you're going to start ranking for terms. So if somebody says, we guarantee we can get you listed in 24, 48 hours, big whoop. That doesn't mean that you're going to rank for anything. So being indexed is just part of the step. You know, it's just one step of getting in there. So, but, but you know, don't fall for any scam artist that says we can guarantee we can guarantee you get in in 20 you know 48 hours whatever you know anybody can do that just you can do it yourself if you submit an article to somebody you'll get indexed so don't fall for that and um here's one that i covered on the xml uh tutorial uh um here was a good myth that i found uh people think that if you submit an xml map that that'll take you out of the sandbox or that'll take you out of supplemental and that's false because all you're doing when you're submitting a sitemap is you're letting the search engines be aware of your URLs. That doesn't mean that they're going to pull it out of the sandbox or, or pull it out of the supplemental. Supplemental, we've already done a podcast on that, and I'll probably do a video cast on it as far as um, what causes supplemental uh, results and, and why you're in it and, and how to get out of it. Um, okay, so things people tend to not know about SEO, we already covered one of them is um uh every page can be optimized for its own content which which we already discussed um here here's one that i get that 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 people get confused people say oh um i read that search engines like fresh content so what we do is every week we change our content on our home page and and the problem with that is is if you optimize your home page for blue shoes you don't. You, you can't work on a formula if you're constantly changing the content. Can we do one on candy canes, please? Well, candy canes. Yeah, it's Christmas time. We'll do a Christmas one. We'll put Santa Claus hats on. Okay. Can we do? You want to do that? We can do that. Okay. So, um, well, am I bo am I boring you or no, something? No, with the blue shoes. Oh, uh, what's blue shoes got to do with? You with... like shoes, blue shoes, Nike shoes. You're not getting shoes, shoes for Christmas. I know. All right. Then. I'm just saying. All right. So, <laughs> so, um, so what was I talking about? You were talking about fresh content. Right. You change so, it every week. Thank you. You're so welcome. Um, so, so here's the problem. When you, when you optimize a page, like if you write content for blue shoes, now you put it up on your web page. Now you wait for the, in, you wait for the search engines to come and find the page and index it. And when they index it, you'll see where you rank. So let's say you rank pretty decently. Let's say you ranked on the bottom of Google, like you know, page ten, bottom of you know, page one, position ten for blue shoes. Well, now if you go next week and you change your content, now you're changing the density, you're changing where the keywords are at, and then it's going to cause your rankings to fluctuate. So you don't want to. When people say add fresh content, they don't mean change the existing pages. They mean you know, add a blog to your site and, and, and you know, do an entry every day or so. Um, write an article and post an article up there. So, you know, th there's other things that you can do um, to add fresh content so that the search engine see that you're updating. Uh, you know, blogs are always best because they're 
you can make them short they, you know they don't take as much work and as long as it's related to what you're doing um, you'll be fine the occasional off-topic post won't hurt you um, when, when it comes to posting on the blogs but blogs are the fastest and easiest way to add some content um, to your website okay so here's some tips um, this one is always funny to me um, when I look at people's sites and, and I look at them and I, I always say I say you you're you have a button that says you have a button that says home and they'll say yeah we have we have a home page and sometimes you know if your home page is about blue shoes you want the link to say blue shoes because you want to tell the search engines that that page is about blue shoes so what you tell the search engines about your page is important as well so you, you don't want to have home you want to have whatever it is so if it's blue shoes then it's blue shoes uh, people don't really need to worry about getting back home to the home page if you if you are and some people do you know sometimes there's information or news that is only found on the home page if you have an icon most people know that if you click on an icon or a logo on on the page on the top of the page that it's going to take them back home so I, I would always try to avoid using home as, as as a phrase to taking people back to the home page if it's they came on the home page and it's about whatever the home you know the home page phrase is well then, then that's what it should be um but um um here here's another thing that's that people do wrong there's a lot of adsense sites out there and and google is going to start trying to improve how it decides whether or not your site is you know a made for adsense site or if it's an actual site with content if you're if you're a business and you you're selling products or you're selling a service why would you want AdSense on your site anyway. Why? Why would you publicize your your competitors for a few pennies that you'd be making? You know, and I've talked about this before, and I really hate this about certain sites. I'll, I'll talk to people and I'm like, I, I want to improve my, you know, I'm, my conversions are low. I'm like, well, you're selling this product here. It says right here on your homepage, your product. You're selling it for ninety nine ninety five. But then right above it, you have a, you know, a Google ad that says buy this for 50% off or for 79.99. Well, what am I going to do if I come to your site? I'm going to click on that ad first to see what it is before I buy it from you. So you're losing a sale now because you decided that hey, I want to, you know, I want to make some extra money on the site, but then you know, it makes me, you know, I I don't know about other people when when they surf maybe because I'm in marketing it's it's a little bit different, but it is. It 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 kind of gives me the bad impression that well, you're not making enough money, or maybe something shady about your site that you're, you know, you're now having ads on the site to supplement your your business, um, and you you're advertising your your you know your competitors. Um, if you want people to buy from you, you should give them reasons to buy from you. Give them more reasons to buy from you. Give them reasons to come back. Do do something other than stick ads on your site where if they click on it, you'll make fifty cents. When you're, you're you're getting fifty cents but losing ninety nine dollars, um, and the reason why I say AdSense is if you're building a new site, you wanna you wanna start off with some credibility. You wanna work on getting backlinks and all that other stuff that you need to do. Um, so what I wouldn't do is put AdSense in your site right away. I wouldn't want the first time Google finds my site for the very first time and find it with AdSense on it. I mean, the the to me that that's that's 
probably going to come across as a bad, you know, impression to the search engine. He's like, oh, uh, he's already got, he's got some content or a little content or even if he got a lot of content. But there are already AdSense sites on it. So, you know, why would you have ads on a site that's not even generating any traffic yet? So I, I, would, I would just go and build your site, build your links, build some, you know, authority, build somewhat of a reputation before you go and start sticking ads on your site. But that's just that's just my personal my personal opinion. Um, okay, and here's another thing that search engines uh, like, and um, this has been stated a few times, especially with Google. Google's not only looking to see who's linking to you, but also seeing who you're linking to. Now, I don't mean a link exchange. I mean if you were selling blue shoes and you were yeah, I know blue. I'm trying to keep it uniform here. If if you're doing if you're selling blue shoes, you may want to link to a Wikipedia about the section about blue shoes and you know the the origin of blue shoes or, or whatever it is. Um, if you're running an education site, you might want to link to you know some uh, you know salary counters or or some kind of statistics about you know that particular job and how much people make and link it to that site. So you're showing the engines that you're 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 being useful and you're kind of like contributing to the internet by doing by by linking to other useful and relevant sites um all right this is running just a little bit longer um here are some things that are bad that people do all the time and they do it whether they do it by accident or on purpose um use of small text and when i mean small text i mean like one pixel two pixel maybe um, where it's like really small, smaller than the rest of the site, you know, rest of the font on the site. Um, very small text. Search engines know that nobody's going to be able to read, you know, uh, one uh, one pixel. So don't put one pixel on your site, even if it's like a disclaimer or something. The best thing to do with a disclaimer, if you want it small or you don't want it so, you know, out there, just if you want to make it small, make it small, but. Do yourself a favor, make it an image, and then stick the image on the bottom of the page, and then. But why do they do it? This, this, this. Some people do that. They like to put a disclaimer. They don't want to put it big and bold out there, so people are, you know, reading it. They want it to be there legally, but not necessarily that you have to that you can read it. Or, but if you have to read it, you have to actually get down there and actually read it. Um, you can probably read a one pixel. I think you can. It's just that you have to squint and stuff, and the search engines don't like that. It's kind of. To them, it seems sneaky. Mm -hmm. But if you want to do it and you feel you need to do it, then just put it in an image and save yourself the trouble of getting in trouble with the search engines. Another thing people do, and some people do it, they think because, you know, they think they're slick, is if your background's purple and you make the content purple, you already know that's hidden text. Thank God it's not blue. All right, no, no. (laughs) I should have used blue. Um, So, you know, we already know that. But then some people think, well, what if it's not the same exact purple what if it's a shade darker or a shade lighter a plum it's the same thing it's it's still you still can't really read it so it's still kind of it's still going to be seen kind of as, as as hidden text so i would stay away from that and we i've already discussed on here if you listen to the podcast before long urls um a major problem with people they they the one thing they they don't do is when they say oh i'm not ranking for anything i have the site up a year the first thing I do is I look at PR, and I don't look at PR because it's it's you know some magical fairy dust or something that uh, you know to see you know I, I look at the PR to see if I don't see any PR then I know they haven't done any link building, and if I go to the homepage and there's no 
there's no PR, then I know they haven't done any link building without even, you know, having to look it up. So I'll, I'll, that's the first thing I'll say is, is well, you, you have the site a year, but you haven't done any link building. And they'll say, well, I'm indexed. Yeah, you're indexed, but you're not showing the search engines that people are linking to you. Google's not going to put any, any site in the index where it doesn't feel like it's contributing. So if you just put a site out there and you index it, Google will say, okay, we see you. But now it's going to sit back and wait to see what you do with it or, or, or what you offer that makes people want to link to it. So if you're not doing any of that, uh, then it, you're not going to go anywhere. You're going to, you're going to just sit out there in limbo, and, and that's a lot of problems with new site owners. They don't they don't do anything. And then the other thing they do wrong is they do link exchanges, and they make these sites where you sell gift baskets, but then all of a sudden you have a directory of of all these links to other sites that aren't even related to you, and then you wonder why you're you're not in the search engine results is because you're exchanging links with sites that aren't you know related to you. Um, and not only that, they're hurting themselves; they're also hurting the other companies too. Right. Well, this, some companies, like I said, a lot of people just don't understand. Okay. Don't care. Well, I don't think I don't think anybody, unless you're a spammer, I think if you're on the site to make if you're on the internet to make money. And you want to, you know, if you're building a site, you're gonna, you, you're looking to make some money, obviously, or you're looking to share some information. And if you're building a site to make some money, um, you want to make sure you do it right because there's nothing worse than people coming to me and say, "Oh, Joe, you know, I got this problem, I got that problem. You know, I invested all this money, I, I don't know what's wrong. You, what's wrong is, you know." And and I understand it's hard. I, I did an interview uh, with with, um, with a gentleman who who wrote who wrote a book about um, you know for small business owners, and he put it in an SEO section. And I I, I did uh, a little interview for his podcast. Uh, I'll, I'll put it on the blog when it comes when it, when it, when I get a link to it. And um, you know he he asked like where, where do people go? And it, it's kind of hard. You know you can go to Sempo and and, and go to um, places where you can. Um, find reliable companies or like I said you know look to see who's out there who's contributing like you know like we do a podcast we write articles there's a lot of people that do that Um, well when it comes to like web design it's kind of hard I mean I'm sure there's people out there that are active in web design that are teaching people how to do different things and um, I try to educate people as much as possible about the problems of, of certain web design and you know it's 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 web design it's kind of complicated the, the I don't want to really go into a whole thing about web design and SEO but like with SA, with SEO when people try to when people want to hire me and and you know I, I get offers to work in offices and I'm like well you know when when I work in an office I said you're going to take what's what makes me valuable out of you know of what I do because I spend a lot of time keeping track of things monitoring things and 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 watching changes that happen and some web designers they fall under the same thing they're busy you know like with seo if you stick somebody if you stick somebody like me in an office and you make me work nine to five well what's going to happen is i'm not going to keep on top of what's going on in the seo community because now i'm too busy um doing actual seo all the time and and even though I do SEO all the time now, I may do SEO eight or nine hours a day. But then I got three or four hours that I use to monitor. You know, I'm watching this blog, this forum. Uh, somebody says they saw some changes, so that's what I'm doing. And the same thing for web designers. It's like web designers are busy web designing. They're they're always you know working on on developing sites, especially if they work for big companies. They're you know they get into their 
their system and they're and they're just doing things. And it's hard for them to keep on top of, you know, oh, you know, this. There, there's a new way to do this. There's a better way to improve this coding, and, and there's this and that, and 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 that's where people start falling problems. And the and the best thing I can tell for consumers is educate yourself as much as possible. So in other words, if I'm telling you, don't make all the title tags the same. Avoid JavaScript menus. The best thing you could do before you buy, before you pick a designer, is just to look at their portfolio. What are they doing? Look at what they've done sites for other people. If you go through one of their client sites and you see that they have all title tags different, then you can tell that they don't have too much of concept of SEO. So then you have a choice. You can a either not do business with them, or you know b you can try to. Um, see if they'll work with you and and follow you know your instructions or you know hire an SEO to work with them. So you know it, it becomes a tricky it becomes a tricky position for people that w- are are doing business and want to do business in SEO and um, not business but just business on the internet uh, to be aware of everything that you need to know to you know um, build an effective business. You know if you hire a designer that does bad coding you have long URLs and then you come to me and say I have PR well, you know what's the problem well your URLs are 18 miles long and and then it's like well I didn't know and it's I feel bad for people uh, you know there, there's so much information on the internet it's just I, I guess it's hard to figure out what's what's good or what's not versus what people are telling you versus you know what your friends are telling you versus what web designers are telling you so and I'm not beating down web designers. I used to be a web designer myself back in the day, and and there's a lot of great web designers out there that do understand it. Um, but you just have to be aware to make sure that they 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 have some concept of what you know. They don't need to know SEO. They just need to know how to create an SEO friendly website, at least where the URLs are clean, the code is clean, and and give you everything that you need to you know start building on your site. You don't want to. You don't want to build a site to go back and then fix things again because you're losing money and you're losing time and you're, and you're, and you're, you're, you're just going to cause yourself some problems. So that pretty much is going to end this podcast. I think we ran about 40 minutes on this one. Yeah, so. with like two minutes of Sequita sayings. Sequita sayings? What are some Sequita sayings? Well, just what I had to say. Oh, okay. So... Um, if you want to still call into the podcast, I, I haven't decided yet what what I'm going to do. I, you know, and I'm relying on listener feedback. We have thousands of listeners, and I'm relying on you, who's listening now, to send me an email. Let me know, Joe. I want I want a video cast. Joe, I don't want a video cast. I want a podcast. Or maybe it's Joe. I want both. If that's the case, I'll have to figure out. You know, <laughs> when I'm going to do what. I was hoping the video cast would be cool because you can put it on your iPod. And even though the screen is so tiny, you're not going to be able to... You still got ears to listen. Right. You can still listen to it and then you can go home and watch it, which I thought would be better because, you know, it'd be nice to listen to my podcast while you, you, you're going to work or coming home from work and say, oh, wow, well, XML maps. I'm going to go home now and watch the video and... and, and and go along with it and, and, and try it and, and see how it works for me. That was the reason why I decided to do it. But I'm having a problem with iTunes and iTunes is not getting the, the video cast down to the to the you know, to the people's uh, computers. So that's gonna kind of take away from you being able to listen to the podcast. Unless you go to Mr. SEO and download it from there 
and then drag it and drop into your iTunes and then drag it and drop it into your uh, MP3 player. But I'm trying to make it as easy as possible. So that's why I did this podcast to let you know that there will be a video cast on this podcast with me repeating all this stuff over and over again. Or I'll probably have some more other things or I'll say different stuff. Or But I won't be here. Sequita may not be here. I'll try to get Alan here or I'll just do it myself. But um, I'm relying on your feedback. Because um, you are the people. Right. They're they are the people. They are the people. Well, that's what we do the podcast for. We do the podcast for the people. Yeah. Right. And if they want some information, they need to call in, shoot you an email, let you you know, let you know. Uh, the number to the podcast is 206-337-1069. You can call and leave some feedback. Um, don't forget MrSEO.net for domains. I think we cut the price down for the holidays to $1.99 for a domain. So if you're looking for a domain, go to MrSEO.net. I know what to get my mom for Christmas what now. domain name? A domain, yeah. yeah. I'm sure she'll love that. <laughs> um, don't forget to check out the WordPress blog on MrSEO. MrSEO's got a new web design if you haven't checked it out. we got a nice little flesh uh, banner going on up there uh, with the Brooklyn Bridge. Um, That's right, Brooklyn. And um, just... Um, like I said, just please let me know if you're looking for um, if you're looking for a list of article sites to submit to. I think it's over 200 now, or um, places to submit your podcast to, or places to to submit to um, um, free directories with uh, PR. They're all on the Mister SEO WordPress blog, um, which you can find on the homepage of MrSEO.com, which is mr-seo.com, or you can shoot me an email and I'll, I'll if you want to send some feedback, I'll shoot you a link to where they're at. But they're they're on the right-hand column underneath my picture with me and my Yankee jersey. Um, there's the top five posts there, and I think the, those three things are the first three posts. So you can just go there and, and check it out. So that's it. Uh, this is Joe Balestrino, and who are you? Who are you? I'm Sequita Balestrino. Not yet. <laughs> don't, don't get ahead of yourself. All right, so this is, this is Joe and Sequita, and uh, we'll see you guys next time.